This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kinds of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind not the watery kind at all if you're into wild game they have seasons and rubs for that as well don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat if you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking then you should go to www.meatgistics.com go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the ranger report podcast sent you walton's everything but the meat the ranger report here the ranger Inside scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at BDieter75. You can find the Ranger Report at the Ranger Report on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, buy me a coffee, Patreon, anywhere else that you can go to for social media. CJ has the day off. Um, welcome. It's been a little while since we've done a show. Life kind of got in the way and we've been super busy. So we apologize for taking 10 days off, but we are back now. The season ends this coming week. So we have a little bit to talk about on uh, on this week's show. So don't forget, thanks to Walton's again, our sponsor off the top there. Um, thank you for over a year of support now. We really do appreciate it. And it has been a great partnership. If you haven't been there, you need to go check them out. All right, let's start 
Week in Review. With a Week in Review, and something happened this week if you don't pay attention to the minor leagues. The Frisco Rough Riders were the Texas League champions. The Riders played great this season despite so many players being moved around. Zach Kent, Mason Englert, Cole Reagans. Then they had Jonathan Arnalis, Scott Capers, Luis and Helicuna, Justin Foscu, and others who helped this team win their first championship since 2004. Zach Kent finished with the Round Rock Express. Reagans, of course, is with the Rangers, but the remaining players that I listed it, uh, above helped the Riders go 4-0 and in the postseason, uh, winning all four games that they played in both best-of-three series. It was a pretty amazing thing if you didn't get to watch it. And the last game was great. It was a come-from-behind win. They scored a ton of runs at the end and pulled off the victory and the 2022 champions. So they are the 2022 Texas League champions. To everyone who doesn't personally pay attention to the minor leagues let me tell you that every ranger affiliate finished either with a winning record or one game under a winning record frisco finished the season at 74 and 63 and of course won the championship as i just mentioned round rock finished 79 and 71 hickory wrapped up the season at 66 and 65 and then the down east wood ducks finished with a record of 65 and 66 the only team to finish below 500 and that was only one game and they did win uh, had a winning record in the second half of the season, just not the overall season. And one game under is still considered a pretty good season. So no matter what level, it's good for prospects to be in a winning environment. So the whole Rangers farm system this year really had a great year, a great showing, and the Rangers' future is bright. Now, not all these guys will finish with the Rangers. You guys know that because they have too many prospects, too many players at each position. So those guys are going to wind up being moved for pieces that the Rangers are going to be able to add later. So that is... Uh, congratulations again to the 2022 Frisco Rough Riders. Um, we've had a lot of them right here on this show. If you haven't listened, go back and check out Mason Englert. Uh, a couple times we've had Zach Kent on. We've had Luis and Helicuña on. So go back and check those out if you haven't. Let's move on to the big club. It's not going to achieve the record that I'd hoped and predicted at the beginning of the season. I said 72 to 75 wins for the Rangers in 2022. That is not even going to come close to happening. The Rangers right now are sitting at 66 and 90 with five games left. So even if they win out against the Angels and Yankees, they still would only have 71 wins. And we all know that they are not going to win out against the Yankees and the Angels to finish the season. A six-game improvement from last season with the ability for them to win just one or two more against these teams is pretty good, but I'm starting to doubt my prediction for 2019 where I said that they would be a playoff team by 2023. Now, I believe they're going to be better than their record this year in 2023, but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team without some luck for them and some seriously bad luck for some other franchises. Otherwise, the Rangers are not going to find themselves in playoff contention at all in 2023 I just don't think you can go from 66, 67 wins to 90 wins in one offseason unless you spend the amount of money they spent last year. And Ray Davis has already said he's not going to spend that amount of money on this offseason. I mean, they spent, you know, half a billion dollars last year in the offseason. They're not going to do that very often, and they're not going to do that again this year. So, I mean, I'll give them at this point right now. They haven't picked anyone up yet. Obviously, the season's still not even over. But at this point, I don't give them more than 80 wins if they're really, really, really good next year. I don't think they're going to hit that 80 win mark either. But we'll talk about that uh, as the offseason progresses. But enough of the bad. Let's move on to some good things that happened in 2022. After a slow start, Marcus Simeon had a really nice season for the Rangers. He played a great second base and his offense 
was really good after that first month of the season uh, when he did really bad. He was only behind Nathaniel Lowe as the best hitter on the team, in my opinion. Now, Nathaniel Lowe, let's look at him. He's definitely been the best hitter in 2022. Unless he really struggles for the last five games, and I don't even think he could even go an over, he's going to finish with an over 300 batting average, which I know, I know batting average is not the big thing anymore, but still, it's a big deal when someone finishes over a 300 batting average. He'll be the first one to do it since Elvis in 2016. So Nathaniel Lowe needed us to show us that he could hit. He has showed us that he could hit career high in home runs, career high in batting average, uh, career high in OPS. So he has had a really nice season at the plate. His defense obviously needs to improve. A lot of people have talked about that. But at the plate, he has had a really, really nice season. Another man that we talked about that had to take a step forward in 2022 was Adolis Garcia. In my opinion, he did. He had a much better season in 2022. Uh, it started rough, but you know, he, he, he sort of found himself there in the second month of the season and has had a great year, leads a team in home runs. I believe, um, has a ton of RBI or leads a team in RBI, not home runs. My bad, my bad. And it's just having an all around pretty solid season and showing that he it should be part of the future of this team. And so should Nathaniel Lowe. So I think with Josh Young finally being here, uh, Josh Young making the majors finally, which is a big deal as well. We haven't been on since Josh finally made his debut. So congratulations to Josh Young for finally being the Texas Rangers third baseman as he was supposed to be in, in 2021 and all of 2022. Kind of nice that he has finally gotten here. But your infield could be set going forward with Young at third, Seager at shortstop, Simeon at second, and Lowe at first. That that looks like it's going to be your infield going forward. And, of course, you got Heim at catching who is finishing um not not great he's not finishing great but again Heim has had a pretty good season overall and of course we'll see what they do with Mitch Garver during the offseason recovering from the surgery that he had and then they also have Sam Huff and uh you know they, they have a lot of, a lot of people to think about at the catcher position and they could still add from the outside which they seem to like to do even when they have uh positions stacked if they can get a hold of somebody so we will see what the Rangers wind up doing at the catching position. But I think third, second, shortstop, and first are taken care of for the 2023 season right now. But the Rangers always surprise us by doing things that we wouldn't expect them to do. And, uh, you know, it's been crazy how they've done that sometimes. Moving on, why have the Rangers not extended Martin Perez yet? That's a question a lot of people have, myself included. I personally don't have a clue on why they haven't done that yet. I mean, do they think that this is a one-year deal and then he won't be any good anymore? Or is there something they see that makes them not want to re-sign him? Or are they just dragging their feet on it? No one really knows. Do they want to cause a bidding war for him so they can wind up paying more? I don't know. He offered a, a contractor that he would sign for a certain amount. Um, I don't know what the amount is, but I've talked to John Moore of the Rangers Today Baseball podcast, and he said that it was a ridiculously low amount that they could have gotten him for about a month ago. But they did not sign him, so it is just sort of, I don't really know what they're doing. The fact is, putting this off baffles me. He needs to be on this team going forward. If their plans don't include Martin, then I believe their plans are probably flawed because he is a guy that wants to be on this team. He's been the best pitcher by far for the Rangers in 2022, and I believe going forward, he can continue to be one of the best pitchers on this squad. If you have Martin as your number three or four, you've got a pretty good pitching uh, squad, in my opinion. So I don't know what they're waiting for. Because other people are going to give him offers, then the price goes up on him, and the odds are that the Rangers, if they don't sign him, which they said they're not going to now before the season ends, they are probably not going to sign Martin Perez going forward. So we lose the Rangers pitcher of the year to some other club 
And if he has a really, really good year, that's going to look really bad for the Texas Rangers. Don't really understand what they're doing by holding out or just not signing the guy. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. So that's just my opinion on it. I may be wrong. He may go somewhere else and fall apart or they may re-sign him here and he also might fall apart. You never know. That's baseball, right? You never know what's actually going to happen. As the offseason is about to kick off and the end of next week, you can count on us to break down everything that needs to happen and that's going to happen going forward. We may not be the most popular weekly podcast out there. <clears throat> Thanks, Jeff and John. But we are the far, by far the longest running Rangers podcast. Since I restarted the show in 2018, we've now dropped 147 episodes. And I actually began the show in 2010 and have been podcasting since 2008 on a show called The Hague Sports Podcast. We couldn't do this without your support and your feedback. I want to thank everyone out there for listening, for sharing, for, for commenting, for arguing, for asking us great questions all season long. We love interacting with you guys. We're doing a lot of those Twitter lives over the offseason because there's going to be so much to discuss. So please join us for those. We love it when you guys come on and we get some great questions and then we get some great uh, trolls in there sometimes that are a lot of fun. So if you get to listen to it live, you don't get all the uh, edited cutout stuff that I do when I when I post it on here. And it's sometimes it's a lot more fun because some crazy stuff can happen during <laughs> during those live broadcasts. So um, we look forward to doing that. But as we plan to go showing, as we plan the show going forward, um, we are going to try to bring you interviews, analysis, predictions, and a whole lot of fun along the way. Now that the minor league season is over, these guys have been focused on what they're doing. We should have uh, some great guests coming up for you, including some people from the uh, champion Frisco Rough Riders team, like Ricky Venasco, Mason Engler, uh, Zach Kent, who finished with Round Rock but was part of that team, and then uh, other players that we are ta in talks with to bring on as well. We should have some major league guys. I hope to get some managers on. I hope to get some, uh, maybe uh, we're going to try for some people that we haven't had before. So with, with covering the team some this year, I have a few more contacts than I used to have. So hopefully that will help us going forward. We really love doing the show. And thanks to every one of you, it's been our most successful season of the show ever. If you haven't visited Waltons.com, which I talked about off the top, our biggest sponsor, you're really missing out. They have some of the best seasonings I've ever used. And they have everything you need to grill or make your own meat products. A big thanks to the goes to them. And we also plan on being at spring training in 2023 with the help of some business partners. If you know of or own a business that would like to help send CJ and I to Arizona for a week, please let us know. You can email me info at the ranger .com, or you can just shoot us a tweet or a Facebook message or However, other way you can find me, Instagram, anywhere you can find us, you can shoot us a message and we will get something worked out. We would greatly appreciate it. We'll be working hard on new partnerships this baseball offseason. Also, I couldn't thank people without thanking Ricky Wagering and everyone over at Dallas Sports Nation for taking a chance on our podcast and helping us cover the games and broaden our audience. It's been a great partnership and I've been really proud to be a part of Dallas Sports Nation and Rangers Nation over there that they do such a great job. And, uh, you know, obviously Kane McCutcheon that we've had on was on our last show, came from Dallas Sports Nation. He's a great, bright future beat writer for that place, and it's really looking forward to it. So for us, the best is still yet to come. Uh, we have been very busy with life, but we plan on hitting this hard over the next few weeks. Uh, this will be a shorter episode, but when CJ comes back, we are going to be hitting it hard over the next three and a half to four months, getting you ready for spring training 2023. 
As always, feel free to shoot us any questions or comments that you have. We love to hear from you out there. Uh, and then go to our merch store, Patreon, buy me a coffee, all those places, and give us your support because that also helps us with the costs of running a show and with buying equipment and with getting uh, trips to the Rangers ballpark and Frisco and Round Rock and all that because every all that costs money. And, you know, CJ and I have day jobs. We do this on the side and those day jobs don't make us enough money to fund uh, the the travel that it takes to cover all of the stuff that we try to cover for you guys. So thank you again for just the time you've invested in listening. 147 episodes is a lot. You probably haven't listened to all of them. I don't even recommend going back and listening to the first ones. They are not that great. They're just one guy by himself talking kind of like this episode is, but um, well, let's just say I didn't have the equipment I have now. So the audio quality is not so good and I didn't have the editing experience I have now. So the editing quality also not the greatest. So once again, Thank you guys very much for all you've done to help this show grow and become what it is. Be sure and let uh, Jeff Wilson and John Moore know that you like us better, and we would appreciate that. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. The great thing about podcasts, and we've talked about this before, is that you're not competitors. It's not like we host the same time slot on a radio station. We record and put it out, and you guys can listen to both. They do a great job. We do a great job. There's several other ones out there that do a really nice job as well, but I would like to think that uh, if it wasn't for Jeff and John, that we would be the number one Rangers podcast on the planet. So thank you for listening, and thank you for helping us grow and continue to share it and listen to it and send us feedback and comments and let us know who you want us to have on. Let us know who you'd like to hear us interview this summer. Uh, someone last year said Ron Washington. I'm still trying to make that happen. Um, I'm going to wait for the season to get over and reach out to the Braves and see if maybe we can have him on for a reminiscing type podcast. That would be so much fun. Also, other Rangers alumni, CJ and I are working on. So stick around. Thank you for listening. Like I said, this is a shorter episode, a lot coming up. We're going to break down all the minor league seasons. I'm going to do a series on the top 20 prospects and who I think they are and where I think they're going to be in the coming years. So stick around for that. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Rangers report podcast and we'll talk to you guys next week thanks for listening to the ranger report podcast find us on twitter facebook and at the rangerreport.com